0: Hi there. Welcome to How to Market Your Horse Business with Denise Alvarez. I'm so glad you're here today with me. Now I want to make sure that you know if you happen to be a note taker, I have got you covered. I'll be summarizing what we talk about on each episode into what we'll call our show notes. So you'll be able to find those over on my website at Storm Lily Marketing whenever you want. So just to put you at ease so that you can listen well here. Now, in case we're new friends, I am really extra glad you're here. As you've likely guessed, my name is Denise Alvarez, and through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I help horse business owners like yourself create and implement effective website marketing strategies. My goal is to help you build a sustainable business so you can be out in the barn doing more of what you love to do. I know that not everybody gets excited about marketing. You might even be listening to this podcast thinking you're not really sure of it yourself. So that's why I'm using a mix of step-by-step strategies and basic how-tos to help you not only see what's possible for your business, but actually to guide you along through that process to help you make it happen. And so today we are diving into a question that's often at the forefront of people's minds when I say that I do websites for horse businesses. That question is, how much does a website cost anyways? And honestly, it's really a smart question. I totally get it, as a fellow business owner especially. I know that you get that a website is important for your business, and you want it to be excellent, but you also don't want to walk into it completely blind about how much it's going to cost you. That's just smart business. And so that's why as a responsible business owner, trying to make the most of every dollar that you spend, the question at the top of your mind is naturally, how much is a simple website going to cost me? Well, as you all might expect, the answer to that question is actually, it depends. I know, not so helpful, but bear with me. I'm going to help you understand why. Now, asking how much a website costs is kind of like asking how much a car costs. It depends. Do you want used or new? Do you want electric or gas? Do you want the basic package or do you want it to be fully loaded? You see what I mean? As you know, it's very often that way with horses. There are very many variables that determine the price of a horse. And so you can't just give a blanket statement of how much that's going to cost. Now I'm assuming at this point that you're ready to hire someone that can help you out with your website. You're busy running your business and you know that right now you don't have the time or the man or woman power to do it yourself, especially to do it at the level of quality that you want to reflect your business well. So let's break it down a little bit on a super basic, easy to understand level there are really three major areas that determine how much it's going to cost for someone to build a website for your business. The first area is the number of pages. Now, the number of pages on your website matter because it's directly related to the hours of work required when building your website. Naturally, a website with five pages is going to cost less than one with 10, 15, or even 30 pages, or maybe 30 products to sell with each product having its own page. So how do you know how many pages you're going to need? Before you reach out to a website developer or designer, you should really have a general idea of what you actually want to be on your website. So I always suggest that you start by just getting a piece of paper and a pen or pencil and put together a basic navigation plan. Now, a navigation plan for your website is really just a map of how you want your visitors to move around or navigate on your website. So start with your homepage, think about the things that you want on there, and then move out from there. Answer questions like, what will you call the links in the menu, which is, of course, that top bar on your website, or if it's a mobile site, then that little menu on the right that you would click on. What do you want to be there? Where are they going to lead? What items or ideas do you want your website visitors to see and read on each page? You don't have to know 100% what this is going to look like, but give yourself a head start so that you can get your developer or your designer a more accurate quote for your website because they're going to want to know how many pages are you going to need. Now, the second area that's going to help determine the price of your website is your content plan. Now, you know how many pages after you've gotten out and written down your notes from the first area. So next, I want you to think about the content. Simply put, content refers to all the words and the graphics or pictures or video that are on your website. And the big variable here that impacts cost is if you're putting together the content or if someone else is doing it for you. So are you going to be sending all of the pictures and videos necessary for your website? Are you going to be writing all of the words that are on there? Most likely not. And a lot of people just don't realize that that's not always included when you're working with maybe just a developer. So if you're working with someone that's strictly a website developer, they're going to want you to come to them with all of the content prepared. They want to be able to copy what you send them in a document and paste it directly onto your website. Yes, they're going to make it look nice, but they're relying on you for the actual words and the pictures or videos that it'll go on there. Okay, if you're working with a copywriter, then they're the person that's going to actually write the words for your website. If you're working with maybe a website project manager, then you don't have to figure this out on your own. That's the whole point of working with one. So your copywriter is the one that actually writes the words, while a website project manager is the one who's hands-on for the entire website process. And in my case, I actually happen to also do the copywriting, so I include that in my packages. But that's not always the case for everyone. So make sure you ask that question along the way. I like to do the copywriting because then I can actually help you get from just the concept and ideas that you have to what you want to achieve on your website from the beginning to the end. So I can hear your ideas. I can hear how you're wanting to explain things. I can hear who your audience is. But I also know what the end goal is. And our end goal, as we've talked about here on the podcast, is yes, to have a beautiful representation of your brand, but then also to get those email addresses we've talked about, so that your website visitors become your customers. And so much of the way you write the words on your website impact that final outcome. So I'm going to advise you on the best ways to accomplish your goals and help to manage all of those moving parts when you hear people talking about buying the domain and connecting it to the website host and all of that. Depending on your website developer that you work with, they may or may not do those things. So those are just kind of questions you'll want to ask in the beginning, and that can be part of asking the right questions and figuring out who's doing the content. But definitely, that's a huge area that you want to talk about when you're trying to figure out how much you're going to pay for your website. So let me tell you, though, if you don't have the time or the expertise to write the words for all the pages of your website, then I want you to plan on budgeting to work with someone to do it for you. So make sure you include that in their cost estimate, Okay. And, and just so you know, the time really is a big factor, too. You really might have the skills. I know lots of people that have horse skills and riding skills. Obviously, you can be multifaceted and multi-talented. But I also know of some clients who have wanted to do that, and they, they put it off. They put off their website for so long because they don't have the time to do it. And so that's a really big factor, too. So just consider that as you're thinking about the cost of your website. Okay, the third big area that's going to impact the cost of your website is customization. So it's going to depend on if you're aiming to have a website with just the standard features, or if you're looking for a lot of specific ideas and a little more customizing than usual. Now, in case you're wondering, customizing isn't necessarily just picking colors and fonts and things like that. That's, a, that's very standard that you would expect that. However, if you are wanting things to maybe um, show up in a certain way, or, you know, if your website developer says this is a template I usually work from, but if you're wanting it to be more customized, if you're wanting things to be a little bit more special, just for you and have nobody else like that, then that would be um, obviously a little bit higher priced. So integrations are another part of customizing to consider. Now, that just means, are there other systems that your business is using that need to connect with your website? So for example, if you are collecting emails already, then you probably have an email service provider. So you're going to want to make sure that's connected to your website. That would be an integration to make sure you talk about ahead of time. Or perhaps you're wanting to sell products online, which means that you need an e-commerce website. So you're gonna to need to talk about that because you're gonna to need to integrate that with your banking platform and whatever platform you maybe already use or are going to use to sell your products online and to collect that money, shipping, all of those things. The point is the more custom work that you want for your website, naturally, the more you can expect to pay. But of course, again, that's to be expected. That's just like when you go to buy that car. Of course, these are three variables that are all part of your front end cost meaning that the customization and the content and how many pages, that's all part of what you're going to pay up front, or even just, you know, at the end. The other thing you want to keep in mind is the cost to maintain your website, such as monthly hosting and purchasing the domain. Hosting in the most basic definition means the place in the internet world where your website lives. So depending on your needs, most businesses can expect to pay as little as $5 to $10 per month or up to $30 to $50 per month for your website hosting. Your website developer or project manager can walk you through the options so you can make the best choice for your own business setup. And the domain is the website address. So for example, my domain is stormlilymarketing.com. Now, in order to own that domain, I actually pay a yearly fee. So you can expect the same for your own domain as well. The cost varies greatly depending on the uniqueness and the demand for your domain. It could be as little as $12 a year, and then it goes up from there. Okay, now that you have a more full understanding of what's going to impact the cost of your new website, you're ready to get started. And as we're heading into 2021, this is really the perfect time to start thinking strategically about your website marketing. That's why I'm so excited to tell you that I'm hosting a live free workshop all about how to get your marketing ready for 2021. You're gonna learn the three powerful ways to get rid of the frustration and overwhelm that can accompany marketing sometimes so that you can work with your dream customers in the coming year. If online workshops are new to you, don't worry. I'm making sure it's easy for even my non-techie horse friends to join me live. So I want you to head on over to Storm Lily marketing.com slash workshop and select the day and time that works best for you. You'll put in your name and your email address so I can send you the unique link that you're going to use to join me live. Now don't worry, there are a few different days and times to pick from. It is in November, so it is time sensitive, but I think you'll be able to find one that works for you. And if not, you can always register and watch the replay that'll be available for 24 hours after the workshop. Okay, so if you haven't already, I want you to head on over to stormlilymarketing.com slash workshop and get registered so you can save your seat and get your horse business ready for 2021. Well, friends, that is all I've got for you today. Remember that I have those show notes, as I mentioned, and you can find those over at my website at stormlilymarketing.com slash seven for episode number seven. You'll find a link to register for the upcoming free live workshop there as well. And as always, if you have any questions that you want me to answer here on the podcast or you know someone that would be a great interview, then head on over to my website at stormlilymarketing.com and get in touch. I would love to hear from you. Now, last thing, remember, if you are new, you may not know, you can get notified when a new episode is available. So just click subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Podcasts or any of the other great choices out there. You can also get on my email list and I'll send you a quick note each week just to let you know a new episode is up and what we're talking about. You can, again, just visit my website, stormlilymarketing.com and sign up for podcast updates right there on the podcast page. Okay, friends, I am so glad you joined me here, and I can't wait to talk to you again next week. So have a wonderful day, and I will talk to you soon.